All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm the CPA. So there's been a lot of negativity in the uh, NFT space recently, particularly this past week. Um, we've seen volume really just leave uh, the space recently. Um, this is just the OpenSea daily volume. Um, you can kind of see we had a, a, a peak at the beginning of the month. We're all just kind of riding high and, and euphoric. And then since then, it's, it's definitely been on this downtrend here uh eth is up as well a bit of a pullback today but if you just look at the longer chart uh you've seen that we've been in a definitely an uptrend um with eth since the beginning of the last week of january really there about january 24th and beyond these more macro things obviously the community has taken a hit this week just with some disappointing projects um either projects just kind of falling flat or the art being disappointing or uh, a project apparently just turning out to be a complete rug you know obviously the whole squiggles fiasco and i'll be honest folks i was tempted to make a video on squiggles right because when i make a video about a hype project it gets more views because obviously people are just have heard about the project and they're more interested in it um, as an example look how many views my hype bears video got versus my Generative Dungeons video guy. Generative Dungeons is actually a project I'm, I'm really interested in because it, you know, it's playable directly on OpenSea. Anyway, but, uh, you know, just with Squiggles, I just, I saw how they were just ripping off doodles from, from day one, and I was just like, no, I, I don't think I want to mention uh, this project. So I stayed away, and I'm glad I did. Um, but through all the nasty side of the NFT world that we've seen exposed this week, which is not the first time, won't be the last time, um, there was something pretty amazing that happened this week uh, pertaining to um, NFTs and crypto that I want to talk about. And uh, I'm going to play this clip later. Many of you have probably already seen it, but it's basically um, probably the most famous or at least the most mainstream famous NFT influencer, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. And he's obviously more than an NFT influencer, right? He's like an entrepreneurship slash hustle culture uh, slash garage sale slash wine slash sports card slash content and media and marketing and all this uh, influencer. But, you know, he's obviously a very vocal proponent of NFTs, right? And if he tweets about an NFT, we'll usually see the floor just, you know, bump up. So he obviously has a very influential voice uh, in our uh, NFT community. And um, he was talking to this kind of this mainstream media CNBC shill named uh, Hadley Gamble um, about crypto and NFTs. And she actually tweeted to me, and I'll, I'll talk about this later. Um, and she was just being very pompous and smug about crypto, as, as oftentimes mainstream media shills can be. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about all this stuff later. But first, I do want to mention a whitelist giveaway I'm running right now on my Twitter account, at Logan Alec. Um, I run whitelist giveaways on my Twitter almost every day. Uh, right now, we're running one on Nefturians, uh, which is the creation of um, Neftur. Uh, Neftur is a French NFT startup. Um, they say their goal is to participate in the long-term development of the Web3 ecosystem. Uh, they're building something called the Neftiverse or Netiverse. Um, and at least based on the website, the team uh, appears to be uh, doxxed. Um, which is always a good sign. I have not done a deep dive into this project. Please do not take any whitelist giveaways I do as endorsements of a project. Um, obviously not financial advice, since nothing I say on this channel or anywhere else online is financial advice. I do encourage you to do your own research. 
Um, this is not a paid promotion. I do not do paid promotions. Uh, this was simply a whitelist collaboration uh, with a project that I saw had a docs team, had some interesting aspects to it. Um, so if you want to join this whitelist giveaway, you can join one on my, uh, on my Twitter. We also are giving away even more whitelist spots to Nefturians uh, in my private Discord community called the DGen Den. Uh, you can find a link to that in the description below. Um, so what, what we usually do with whitelist collabs, you know, we give a, a few spots away on Twitter, but we give more away uh, in our private Discord called the DGen Den. All right, now let's talk about this, uh, this clip. Uh, for, with Gary V and this uh, Hadley Gamble of CNBC. Um, so if you've seen this, this clip, you know what I mean when I say that the reporter here or the anchor was trying to have a real gotcha moment with Gary V pertaining to crypto. Uh, she brings up some very common mainstream media talking points, right? Criticisms of crypto. Uh, and then later she asks him a question about NFTs kind of uh, skeptically and just very smug in my opinion and Gary V I think just handles it all very beautifully uh, I'll, I'll play this here I mean at this point um, you know it's it's an avenue um, not just to make a lot of money or lose a lot of money but it's also an avenue for money laundering and it's also a, a place where white supremacists apparently are taking options I mean it's problematic at best in so many ways um, how do you see what's happening in the crypto space today I don't think the crypto space has any more problematic issues than the internet, society at large, mainstream media, Wall Street. Um, you know, I think it's a new avenue of innovation, and I think every avenue of innovation has good characters and bad characters. So how do I look at it? I look at it as a new platform where consumers and humans will evolve, and all the good and the bad that comes along with human behavior will play out on the platforms. So I think that's just beautiful, right? We have this, you know, mainstream media person, you know, she's bringing up money laundering and white supremacy, you know, crypto is a bastion of white supremacy. And then he just basically says, okay, yeah, does crypto have problems and bad actors? Of course, no one's going to deny that. I mean, going more specifically about NFTs, do NFTs have problems and bad actors? Obviously, look at, look at squiggles, right? But then he just, he's pointing out that, yeah, uh, crypto has problems guess what everything has problems everything in society has problems right humans we're flawed and the structures and the systems we create are flawed uh, i'm personally shocked that hadley did not bring up the whole you know bad for the environment argument right which seems to be a favorite uh headline uh of the mainstream media um uh these days and i just hate that argument it's like okay do proof of work protocols consume energy right do they use energy right and in that sense they're bad for the environment Sure. Yeah, of course they do. No one's going to deny that. You know what else uses a lot of energy? Traditional financial infrastructures, right? Um, the computers we use, the, the televisions we watch, our cars, the, we take a flight around the world or to somewhere else. In a sense, that's all bad for the environment, right? But the mainstream media, they just they pick on crypto arbitrarily. Um, and I think it's because they're, they're trying to appeal to a certain crowd. Um, that uh, views crypto and obviously NFTs skeptically. And then Hadley brings up NFTs here in this next bit of this clip. And her question itself, I think, is kind of innocent enough, but it's just the tone and the body language and some of the scoffing that I just find uh, really bothersome here. What about the exciting world of the NFTs? 
I think a lot of people say that these are things that should not have mainstream. values. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people thought that Andy Warhol's and Jackson Pollock's should not have value. People thought that sports cards should not have value. People thought that sneakers should not have value. The thought of people deciding on their opinion of what should or shouldn't have value has made me laugh my entire life and has historically been incorrect. The market will decide if something has value. Um, so for me, it's more about understanding why people buy NFTs. It's the same reason that people buy Chanel handbags. So I'm not going to steal all his thunder there. If you want to check out the rest of the clip, it's on his Twitter, at uh, Gary V. Um, and I think, you know, it's almost like the mainstream media, they just want to, they, they think that they are the arbiters of everything and that they should be able to decide, you know, what, what's valuable or, or what's not, right? Um, and then Gary comes in and says, well, no, the market's going to determine if it's valuable or not, right? If the market decides that NFTs are going to, are worthless, well, guess what? We're going to wake up one day and our NFTs are going to be worthless. But if the market decides... Uh, that NFTs are worthwhile and they are worth, in some cases, thousands of dollars. Guess what? That's what's going to happen. We're not going to have some, you know, elitist group on high determining, uh, you know, what's valuable and what's not for us. We get to determine that. Obviously, there are elitist and very wealthy market participants in the NFT space. I mean, look at Bored Ape and all this, but uh, still, overall, it's not like they can control and puppet master the market. Um, we are the market, and we will determine whether or not something uh, has value. Um, so, you know, and this Hadley, the whole white supremacist thing she brought up earlier, I was just like, what? where the heck are we going with this, right? So I tweeted her uh, last night about this, and uh, then she tweeted to me, uh, Logan, it's, it is a fact that nefarious actors take advantage of the crypto market. Um, and then she links to some economist piece here called The Charm of Cryptocurrencies for White Supremacists. And, you know, I find The Economist stuff uh, pretty interesting sometimes when there's some depth to it. I might not, not agree with all of their positions, but there's some pretty, they have had some, some thought-provoking pieces that I've read um, in the past. This was not one of them. The charm of cryptocurrencies for white supremacists, white power, dark money, uh, just printed less than a week ago. Um, and the whole crux of this article here in The Economist uh, that Hadley tweeted at me is the Southern Poverty Law Center and Advocacy Group has identified over 600 cryptocurrency addresses used by members of the far right. And, oh, apparently cryptocurrency, you know, appeals to anti-Semites too because, you know, people think that Jews have too much control over banking. It's just, it's just, it's just nonsense. It's just not, you know what? I bet all 600 of these cryptocurrency addresses used by members of the far right. You know what? I bet these members of the far right, um, you know, uh, these white supremacist hackers or whoever they're bringing. You, you know what I bet? I bet they all have checking accounts too. I bet they all have traditional bank accounts too, right? It, it, it's, just, it's just kind of the same thing. And you know what? I bet, you know, anti-Semites and racists, you know what? I bet they have checking accounts too, right? It, it's just kind of the, and this is just such a brief little article here. Like, it's, there's not really any depth to it other than this, like, thing that's attempting to be a gotcha. 600 crypto addresses used by members of the far right, which is just silly. It's just silly. Are, are you going to associate anything that uh, that uh, far righties or white supremacists or whatever group, you, you know, uh, uses and say that, oh, that's bad because they use it? 
you, you'd have to say that about everything. You'd have to say that about toilet paper. You'd have to say that about checking accounts. You'd have to say that about literally everything that we use in society. Um, so, you know, I, I tweeted that to her last night, and, uh, you know, I, that was probably a little bit petty, but, um, you know what, I, I don't care. I just, I just really hate this, uh, this vendetta that so many, uh, in mainstream media have, uh, against crypto, and the fact that they're really just, they're just one big echo chamber, you know what I mean? Um, and they keep rehashing the same tired arguments over and over. Now, I fully realize that those of us who are NFTs, we can kind of get in this echo chamber as well, Right. No question about that. But I think when these when mainstream media folks, it, it's just kind of the smugness with which they approach these things that really just kind of just it just ticks me off. Uh, but folks, what do you believe to be the most ridiculous criticism of cryptocurrency and NFTs? Uh, please let me know in the comments below. Be sure to follow me on Twitter um, at Logan Alec. Uh, check out the DGen Den private Patreon uh, Discord community if you're interested in that. Links are in the description below. Um, also, of course, be sure to check out some of my uh, other NFT content that should be hanging around the screens right now. Uh, if, you miss, if you missed my video on Generative Dungeons, it's probably one of my least popular videos I've created recently. Please check it out. I think they're doing something really, really cool. Full disclosure, yes, I did mint uh, a generative dungeon. All right, folks, thanks so much for watching, and have a happy, happy Friday, and I'll see you in the next video. Bye-bye.